Uh, good afternoon, good morning, or whatever you, uh, wherever you happen to be, at whatever time it happens to be in, during the day when you're listening to this. Uh, this is the Wrestling Guild Podcast. My name is Chris Mary Holtman. With me, I have Nick E. Anderson. This is, of course, a comp- we bring this podcast to you completely free, uh, thanks to our, well, I guess, thanks to us. Um, but also thanks to our wonderful sponsors at powerslam.tv, a video on demand service with 2700 plus hours of premium indie wrestling content. Um, I think this week we are going to highlight, uh, bar wrestling, which is kind of like a wrestling uh, promotion, which, uh, well, which is in a bar. They're always in bars, <laughs> run by jo- uh, Joey Ryan, even, uh, who you recognize from, who we've seen on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, the king of Dong style, as he's called. Dong style? Dong style? Yeah, king of Dong style. Uh, <laughs> but we're also, of course, brought to you by SingleLegTakedownWrestling.com, or SLTD wrestling.com and we're part of the sltd wrestling network of course boom boom that being said we are going to talk about bound for glory 2018 today right yep and Um, you were were telling me that you just finished watching it yeah i just finished watching it uh oh my god it was one of the best things i've ever watched uh, (laughs) when it comes to wrestling i mean seriously I've been watching wrestling for what, one one year and a half, maybe even close to two years, almost. I don't know. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But holy smokes, this was good. I was good. Every you single it? match, I liked it a lot, like ten out of ten. Well, wow. I mean, the uh, the interesting thing here, of course, with um, uh, with Bound for Glory, there was a lot of controversy surrounding Bound for Glory, especially controversy surrounding Austin Aries. There's been a lot of speculation about what was going on with Austin Aries. Uh, he mm-hmm. attacked uh, Taya on Twitter um, about uh, her weight and stuff like that. There was also a mm-hmm. bunch of um, there was some some fighting going on uh, during the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame induction for Abyss. But uh, what and the fact that his contract was up and that he might be a free agent, not that he's mm. gone from the company, but he might be like, you know, taking a break from the company or whatever. Uh, so stuff like that, of course, speculation is going, uh, going around. People are going wild. Question uh, is it came out. Okay, so there's wrestling rumors all the time. The, com- the, the rumors came out that, that this might not actually be, the real deal that this is as they say in the wrestling business a work and that this was the plan the whole time austin aries is just play, that they're just playing a game that they're working the boys in the back and that this is just part of a bigger angle and that we will see him back he's not at the impact tapings right now so we won't be seeing him for four weeks going forward mm. but the, it's said that he's coming back because we you and i talked about this extensively mm-hmm. um the other day is why would they put together a crew like killer cross moose and aries if aries was leaving exactly or if, if there was a possibility of aries leaving i should say mm-hmm. but that being said 
there wasn't that much. Uh, I mean, you said you really liked it. I also absolutely I enjoyed Bond for Glory a lot. There were a couple of things that I thought were kind of hmm, that I didn't really mm-hmm. care for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that there was like really no surprises. Uh, we didn't have mm-hmm. any surprises, and I was like at, at least some kind of surprise um, in a big show like um, Bomb for Glory. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a bunch of rumors that we, well, there was one surprise, but I mean, there was a bunch of rumors that uh, Chris Jericho might be coming into the company. He didn't come into the, he mm-hmm. wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and there was a bunch of speculations about who was going to be the uh, the open challenge um, guy for Eli Drake. Uh, so anyway, so and what I thought too was I thought that the venue was a little bit too small. Okay. Oh, yeah. We were discussing that as well. I remember that. Yeah, you wanted a bit more matches and whatnot. Well, I mean, not that I didn't. Not that I meant that the place, the the whole the whole arena was small. It felt mm. it felt small. I mean, if you look at the the boundaries mm. from well, on the GWN network, I mean, they're at least they're bigger arenas, or there's a lot more seating, so it looks like there's a lot more people. We were so close to the ring the whole time, you didn't really see the crowd. You barely mm. saw the crowd actually. Mm. Um, and then the crowd was sitting really, really close to the ring. Mm-hmm. So it had, yeah. for for being such a big event, it felt like they could have gone for a bigger place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Absolutely. They could have been a lot bigger. I don't know why they didn't. Because like you say, it's bound for glory. It, it ha- only happens once per year. So, I mean, come on. And... For a while, seeing when I was watching WWE, just uh, for a short amount of time, the arenas that they had were huge, like um, you know Triple H and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're bigger, and but I mean, obviously, uh, WWE is having their own issues with getting people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, the thing is that if if they if if Bumper Glory was sold out, which it was, mm. they could have had a bigger venue, you know. Put in another hundred people, two hundred people. You probably could have sold those as well. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, it's a really good point. Really good point. I, I definitely agree. I would say you know fillers maybe one problem, like say, and this is one problem. And uh, I would I would expect like a bit more surprises. I, I was expecting that. So, hmm? mm-hmm. But let's go into the matches. Uh, overall, Bonfire Glory was a great success. I thought. And we'll go mm-hmm. into the matches and we'll give them star ratings. Because this is obviously a pay-per-view, so there's not much for storyline or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's uh, look at that right away. The first opening match was Rich Swan with Willie Mack versus Matt Seidel and Ethan Page. We were talking uh, last week, uh, Saturday, when we were reviewing the final Impact the Go Home show, that obviously Willie Mack and Ethan Page are the wild cards here. Because, I mean, we've seen Willie Mack um, in Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground versus Impact. Uh, we have yet to see Ethan Page wrestle, uh, except mm. for what he did with when he was uh, uh, Park, uh, Chandler mm. Park. Yeah. So what did you think of this? Well, to be honest, for for opener match, the first match uh, of the evening, I think it was awesome. I mm-hmm. think it was hard-hitting. And some high-flying moment segments, uh, Especially impressive Page. I think he really gave everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it was a nice back and forth. The audience gave a lot uh, to this match. Uh, they were talking a lot. 
they were shouting a lot, which uh, as a viewer is awesome. I mean, you just get more into the match. I don't really have to explain it, but no, yeah, no. nice. I agree. I agree. The, the the crowd was so hot for the show. They were going nuts, and I think that did a lot. Uh, they mm-hmm. cheered with the right place and they booed at the right place, but there was also a, a portion where they probably were expected to cheer, but they didn't. We'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, but this was a perfect match. It wasn't sloppy in any way. It was a crazy hurricane runner from Sa- Matt Seidel on Rich Blonde, who then flipped over and hurricane ran uh, Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was truly awesome. <laughs> a lot of highlights. It was fast paced and it was, as you said, hard hitting. And that that Willie Mack can move the way he does for such as for a man his size. That's just mm. crazy. That is absolutely. And he's also good on the mic after the match. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so he was actually he was supposed to go to WWE for a little bit, but something happened. I don't know if it was his, he failed the drug test or whatever, but he didn't actually. He had he was going in there, but then they kind of sent him home. Mm-hmm. Well, we're lucky. I mean, yeah. this guy's awesome. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Rich one gets the pin after a Phoenix splash. I give this 4.75 stars. I didn't want to give it a full five stars as the opening match. Mm. But, uh, yeah. I'll most probably give this a 4.75. I really liked it. The opening match, it just took me like, boom. Perfect. (laughs) Ah, Love it. Yeah, and then we had a recap uh, of the brawl between uh, Impact and Aries from the... Uh, and this was what people were, were saying, like the Twitch stream cut out, but it, all the footage that we have are like fan footage. So that's why mm. that added a little extra. But it looked like they were really getting into it. Mm. I mean, there was it was chaos. I mean, it was all over the place. And there were so many people, and they were like really going at each other. And it, they really... They really showed that they were pissed off at each other. It wasn't just like, okay, we're pissed off. They were really trying to like hit each other. I, I really like that. Really yeah. like that. Uh, then we get to Conan is taken out in the back. Uh, this did give me a little bit of hope that they were bringing in somebody else. Obviously, I expected that Conan wasn't going to be able to go 100%. And I think mm. this was a way to kind of cover their asses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, he, he gets like heavily hurt and can't really proceed. He wants LAX to take over as he's going to be gone. Um, I thought it was like the end to Conan. I was like, yeah, he's not going to be here in, like for a month or so, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had the Eli Drake open challenge. Uh, Eli Drake cuts a promo first, talks about talks crap about pizza and about New York and everything like that. And then who comes out but James Ellsworth. Um and the thing was, I was disappointed in James Ellsworth. Of course, it was a little fun to see him there. I mean, I don't have anything against James Ellsworth. I mean, he's a WWE personality from the, uh, you know, that's where they brought him in. But uh, I just, I was just, I was a little disappointed. Yes, I thought there was going to be more. Um, the crowd were hot. They were calling for for uh, Chris Jericho um, in the beginning of the of the evening. Um, James Ellsworth says that don't talk about New York. He wasn't from New York. <laughs> no, that was the, yeah, that's the funny part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, he he attacks um, Eli Drake. 
The thing mm. is, the crowd booed Ellsworth and were cheering for Heli Drake. Yeah, I, I think there was some uh, miscommunication <laughs> right there. Yeah, I don't know how that went. Yeah, I don't know how that was going. Uh, but just a quick question. I don't know. Is there actually something weird with the James' like chin? Well, that... the, the, the thing is that they talk about that he doesn't have any ch- a chin. But is it like operation? Or? No, no, no. It's just that he doesn't have a chin. He's the okay. It's just he, natural. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He just he has a weak chin, as they say. Okay, because yeah, Eli was talking about it and pointing it out, and yeah, it was a bit funny and whatnot. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, if you remember, I think we saw a Twitch exclusive where James Ellsworth Worth was in, and they were trying to put a chin lock on him, and they couldn't because he didn't have a chin. <laughs> I actually remember that. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, James Ellsworth attacks uh, Drake. Uh, Drake takes him out, obviously hits him with the gravy train. It looks like it, that uh, Ellsworth might win, but uh, of course not. Uh, mm. The gravy train doesn't stop for nobody. Um, yeah. yeah, so Drake cuts, throws him out, and then he gets upset, and he says, I'm looking for championship material. I'm looking for Hall of Fame material. Abyss comes out and just takes him out. Uh, just gets destroyed. I mean, just throws him through that table. Uh, mm, 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 you're 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 done. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that was that. And the thing is that I heard that there were two rumors. Actually, there were actually what happened was that they were trying to get Joey Janela, who is from from New York and is really good, a really crazy athlete. That's who they were mm-hmm. supposed to get. Um, he got injured and he couldn't make it. And then they tried to get low key. But for some reason, that fell through as well. It would have been cool with Loki. He's from New York, yeah. and he's the former Impact personality. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mackenzie Mitchell uh, tries to uh, interview Tessa, but she doesn't want to talk because she just moves on. And that gets us into the next match, which is Tessa Blanchard versus Taya. Well, I mean, is there anything really to say? I mean, it's an awesome match. Truly hard-hitting. Uh, and I personally thought that uh, Valkyrie would actually bring something to the table, mm-hmm. but boy was I wrong. I'm sorry to say, I mean, she really got obliterated, like destroyed, exploded, poom, pooped on. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that they were fairly on each other's level, but it's just that you can't compare to Tessa Blanchard. You just can't. I mean, she's just... There's just something there, man. I don't know. And there is something there. She is just too vicious. She hit the buzzsaw. Um, Taya Valkyrie kicked out. Um, Taya Valkyrie hit the road to Valhalla, but Tessa had managed to grab the um, the ring apron so that the ref had to take care of that. So she uh, she he didn't he was too he was too late in, in um, doing the the count. And in the end, Tessa Blanchard hits the Magnum, which is like a f- off-the-top-rope codebreaker, um, which looks vicious uh, on Taya mm. um, for the win. And, uh, Beautiful. And this was also like a, this, mm. was, this was a five-star match for me. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, really. I mean, great, good stuff. Just what I would, uh, just what I want from. Like a match, and they just deliver. Especially mm-hmm. Tessa, they just delivers. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had, uh, then we had Mackenzie Mitchell interviewing Moose. Uh, Moose talks about his beautiful outfit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going 
going on with him, but yeah, just how he rolls. And then uh, he calls, he says that Eddie Edwards isn't his brother anymore. And he basically says the same thing as he said before. You know, it's weird that mm. the people who who took, put you in the hospital are the ones that come visit you and stuff like that. Mm. Mm. Um, and since then we had Eddie Edwards versus Moose. Uh, and yeah. this actually became kind of like a little bit of a um, a downer of a match. I was hoping to. I mean, they started good with a lot of hard hitting shit, uh, but then it just kind of like uh, it just ended up being Killer Cross uh, got into it. They were going to take out Eddie Edwards. I was hoping to see Davy Richards here. Mm. I mean, I couldn't have been the only one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was seeing a lot on the on Facebook, especially uh, talking about that. That people were a lot disappointed and quite pissed off as well. Oh yeah. Hmm. So I mean, I don't know. If it was. I mean, I personally really like this match, uh, even though, like you say, there were some bits here and there uh, that weren't that good. But I mean, I think it was hard hitting, high flying, great teamwork from the tag teams as well in between the teams. Well, as well, um, well once I think that the, it became a tag team match, it became a lot more hard hitting again. And I mean, Moose and and Eddie like really tried to kill each other. I think. <laughs> <laughs> because it became it became a, a Tommy Dreamer cut a promo. It became a tag team match between Tommy Dreamer uh, and Eddie Edwards and Killer Cross and Moose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you have uh, Eddie winning, but then he gets his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what happens is that um, well, they, they I just got to talk about Tommy Dreamer. Spitting water into Eddie Edwards' mouth. Oh yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> disgusting. Oh. I mean, the mean. I like you, Nick, but that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Moose takes the candlestick. He swings at Eddie. Uh, Eddie ducks um, and uh, rolls um, Moose up and wins. Uh, and then Cross and Moose attack Eddie and after the bell, and they leave Eddie broken. I mean, I'm going to give this a four and a half star because I was just a little bit disappointed that it wasn't a one-on-one match. Mm, I mean, uh, yeah, we're, that's exactly what we're looking for, Moose against Eddie. That's the whole concept. But then it be, kind of became like a tag team match. Uh, totally understand you. Uh, but how I see it, it's just like more of a bonus. Uh, we saw like a more tag team, more action. Um, so I'm not really I'm not really pissed at all actually I'm pretty I would most probably give it like 4.5 mm. something like that cool then we had an OVE promo on the Lurcher Brothers this was cool good as always they said that they're going to steal the show and I think in many ways they did steal the show mm. yeah um and then, yeah, then we had OVE versus Lucha Brothers and Brian Cage. What did you think of this match? I mean, once again, awesome match. Hard-hitting, high-flying, as well as fast-paced. I mean, every single match we're talking about, they always are hard-hitting, <laughs> high-flying, fast-paced. I think that's the, I, new, that's the new thing in, the, in, uh, in Impact. Yeah, I mean, oh, these matches are awesome. Cage really gave everything, and he took several and massive hits. Oh my days! Uh, Ob was really going for it. I don't know how much. I mean, how many kicks to the head can one person take? Exactly. Without I mean, getting permanent 
brain damage. Yeah, I mean, and I think just everyone performed in a high standard. And I just, yeah, this match was really fired on all cylinders. Like, every single cylinder you, that you can find, it was fired. I mean, wow. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the end, I mean, just the Phoenix new kind of, like, arsenal where he just, like, headbutted everybody with different types of flying <laughs> moves. That was crazy. Uh, Sammy Kellen hits the stump pile driver on Brian Cage for the win. For, for, I gave this 4.75 as well because, I mean, I tell you, I'm telling you that the Chris brothers really brought this to a new level. They really showed what they could do, I think. Mm, mm, mm. I'll most probably give it like 4.9, 4. 4.95. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm really impressed. Uh, impressed. Wow, these matches are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we go to an interview with Austin Aries. He's saying, he says he came to uh, Impact when they needed him most. Uh, then the King takes a drink in Conan's honor, says that Ellis. Uh, LEX is going to learn a lesson and we go to the concrete jungle match. Now this was also very crazy. I don't know what was going on. And <laughs> it was it just me. It also seemed like they hadn't planned for what could happen. No, I mean <laughs> with the, when they took off everything. Yeah, I don't know. The the I think the whole the the concept with the song and the team that was about sing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that really worked out. Uh they were standing there, and one guy with his jacket was blowing up all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know what was going on right there, but yeah, um, it was cool, but a bit silly. I don't know. It was, ah, it was okay, I guess. But what did you think of uh, what did you think of uh, the match itself? Because I mean, the problem was, I mean, the problem was here too is like always when there's pay per views, and I think especially with uh, with the impact I've seen through the through mm-hmm. the years is that. Uh, the the mic setting the mics on their pay-per-views are not that great um so you don't hear the crowd and you don't hear the music as much so when you have a live act mm. like that it doesn't i mean and it would it hurt them to have a little bit because they didn't have like any special effects they only had like they didn't have any fireworks they didn't have anything like that they only had like the music playing um so they could have had a little bit something yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, there was no mic towards the audience or anything. And um, and, and and the weird thing here was that they'd taken off the canvas and they'd taken off everything. Like the boards were just moving everywhere. Did they even think of that happening? Yeah, yeah, there were some. Even with the with the cage Penta Phoenix OVE, there mm-hmm. were some altercation where you had the killer and with someone else out uh, outside the ring and someone inside the ring, and then they involved, they didn't really know who to film if they should film just inside the ring, or the, even the commentators were like, okay, we're just looking at the inside of the ring, but what happened? <laughs> what happened to killer and everything? So yeah, I mean, wait, uh, oopsie, okay. <laughs> Okay. How about that? Yep. Um, anyway, uh, it, was, it was an awesome. Can you please die? Okay. Uh, anyway, it was an awesome match. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, it was a, it was a brutal match, and I mean, mm. uh, Hernandez started bleeding from the head right away. Mm. Uh, Hard hitting, like there was no tomorrow. Like, like if this was the last day today, they were going to live. I mean, holy smokes, these guys are insane. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm, I'm speechless. Uh, 
Yeah, and um, yeah, no, it, it was really crazy, and it was it looked very, very dangerous. Whatever they were doing, it looked, it looked very, very dangerous always. <laughs> so, and, uh, yep. and in the end, uh, it was very violent and everything. In, in the end, it is uh, Conan comes out and saves Lex. Uh, he hits the he hits people with a bowling ball stuffed in a sock. At least that's what they say. Uh, and then uh, King is taken out with a street sweeper. I I just feel a little bit bad about. Uh, I feel a little sad for the the ref who had to move the boards all the time. Yeah, did you see that? It was like trying, uh, but it didn't really work because people were standing on them. <laughs> and he didn't want to hurt his fingers as well. But yeah, it, <laughs> I, if I was him, I would just, you know, let it be because it's not no point of trying. I gave this a 4.5 as well, just because I felt that it was, uh, with the whole boards missing and, you know, mm. that whole stuff, it didn't feel like it was super thought, well thought through. Mm, mm, mm. I, I agree. Uh, sure. I mean, I would most probably say 4.75. Uh, still really, really, really impressed. Uh, some high standard right here. So, uh, wow. Uh, 4.75. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then we had uh, Ali going into the underworld to save Kira. This was kind of interesting. It was really weird and bloody. She was like brought a hatchet with yeah. her started chopping people. Chop, yeah, it was like blood on the screen. Yeah. Was, yeah. Did it scare uh, you? No, I mean, I, I would say that this is a this is a wrestling company, uh, company, not Hollywood. So <laughs> the CGI was uh, decent. I mean, yeah, it looked like something out of the fiction movie, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was okay, decent. Yeah. <laughs> and she had it was funny because she had blood on her chin, and then next shot she didn't have the blood. <laughs> <on her chin. laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, you can't have everything, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she does manage to save Kira, but then uh, James Mitchell comes out and says, "No, you can't go. I told you you could. I'd uh, uh, show you how to get there, but I won't. Te- I I'm not gonna let mm. you out." And then who comes? I was screaming. Sorry, guys. Uh, this was uh, we see Rosemary mm-hmm. fighting off the the, the dead on brides and uh, Sue Young mm-hmm. while Ali and Kira are trying to get in the coffin and go and try, you know teleport to the other world. I seriously thought you know they're gonna save Rosemary, but they're just gonna save themselves. I would just say leave Kira and just take with you Rosemary, but I don't know about that idea. That the fact that we just have seen Rosemary is insane for me. Uh, I was thinking to just give this a uh, bountiful glory A when I saw her, but mm-hmm. then she didn't come, so no. I uh, heard, I read somewhere that she got the biggest pop of the evening. That when the audience saw Rosemary, they went mm. nuts. I mean, we haven't seen her, I don't know how many months. Uh, and she was really good. She did, she always delivered, just like Tessa. So, yeah, she needs to come back. Oh, and I think she's on her way to come back. Mm-mm-mm. Perfect. Uh, anyway. Um... Yeah, uh, they she manages. Then there was some really weird CGI where they were shooting like you know, yeah. lightning bolts out of the fingers. <laughs> but that was, we'll, we'll, we'll forget that. Um, yeah. Ali goes. Uh, they get out, uh, but in the end, um, uh, but in the end, uh, something has happened to Ali. Like she's been 
possessed or something like that. Mm, mm, mm. So yeah, I don't know what that's what that gonna mean towards the storylines or whatnot, but yeah, she is just not herself really. And then we come to the main event of the evening. It is Austin Aries, the World Heavyweight Champion, versus Johnny Impact. And this was heat. I mean, you could tell that mm. there was hate here. Or at least, I mean, if they played, this was great acting from both of them. Mm. Uh, but we'll take it from the beginning. They come out. Uh, of course, the ring announcer says the wrong sentence. He says he's the mayor of Slam City, not Slam Town. Um, <laughs> so. And he says, I mean, he says it twice, yeah. and I think he does it on the second time. He did it as a joke. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, good times, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, any, but anyway, so, uh, as I said, this was uh, really awesome um, back and forth. There was just, this was so hard hitting. I don't, I don't even know what mm. to start. I mean, it looked like, sometimes it looked like they were fighting for real. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I mean, some really nice high-flying moves, fast-paced, hard-hitting, great back and forth, and they truly gave everything. They truly wanted to kill each other, and that's really uh, what you need to put in to 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 get a nice match. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it was like 20 minutes long, I think, 20, 25, and it really needed that, uh, to be honest. They really needed that time to really show us everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and the thing is, in the end, uh, Johnny Impact wins with Starship Pain. And the thing was, what people reacted to was that he, right after he, that he often got pinned, he jumped up. Well, when it was announced that Johnny Impact was the winner, he jumped up and he just like left. He yelled something at Don, mm. at Don Callis and just left. And Johnny Impact was just like, "Are you kidding me?" So that was what people were thinking. So, and then he flipped off the entire crowd. So that is what people are reacting to. Is this mm. a, or is it for real? But that being said, this was a five-star match, even if it was a little bit sloppy. But I think the sloppiness was part of the whole thing. Mm, mm. I mean, can you say, I don't know, five, five, out of, five out of five, six out of five, 11 out of five. I mean, wow. Uh, fired on all cylinders. Absolutely just... Uh, I don't really know what to say. You can't really expect more uh, than this. This match really gave you everything you need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. So, that was this. Um, so, at the end, what do, what would you rate Bound for Glory? To be fully honest, I am going to give this Bound for Glory an A just because of all the matches being like over four uh, even though, yeah, some weren't planned, you know, great and whatnot, but I think the matches were so good. Always over four. Uh, Tessa, Eli, I mean, I'm sorry. I just need to give him an A. I think they worked really hard for this, and they really deserve it. Mm-mm. Me too. This was an A for me. As I said, I was a little bit disappointed, maybe an A- minus or something like that, because I wanted there mm. to be more surprises. But maybe the surprise is that those surprises will come. Mm-hmm. At the next pay per view, which they already announced it's going to be in Tennessee uh, at the asylum, which is where TNA had its beginning. Switcheroo, you know? Yeah, yeah there you have it. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, that was Bound for Glory. Yeah. Now, um, it's just, now it's just time to build to the next thing. Which is what? The homecoming in January. 
Is it gonna be better than this? Because I'm I'm saying I cannot really expect more out no. of impact than this. I think this is. Only... Yeah, I don't know, Nick. I can't. I can't. I can't tell you. I don't work for Impact, so <laughs> no, I don't work for Impact yet. Yet, <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> anyway, so Nick, it was uh, as always lovely to talk uh, wrestling with you. Uh, and mm. everybody, don't forget to follow us on social medias. Follow SLTDWrestling.com. Go to Powerbomb.tv and sign up for a free trial period to get yourself some twenty-seven hundred plus hours of indie footage. But for now, it is, my name is Chris Mayer Hoffman. He is Nikki Anderson. And we'll see you when we talk about Impact on Saturday. There you have it. Okay. Perfect.